Hi, this is Steve Peters, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. I'm going to get to the bottom of this mystery hunger. Every day I hear this person laying on the horn. I've always meant to come out and see what the deal is. See if they start it up again. I'm gonna. I just had to get to the mystery of this sound. Every day I hear someone honking a horn. I just couldn't help myself. And I yeah. just had to find out who was... I'm trying is to it, it. You're just figuring out a horn? Yeah, man. Because as soon as I touch it... It just gets stuck for a second. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So I'm trying to... Because it was crazy. Like, I was thinking, oh, my God. Is that someone's alarm? Is someone, like, trying to get in their house? Yeah. Like, what's going... So there's something strange happening over here. Just by moving the wire? Dude happening while you're driving that's not dude that would suck man and then trying to explain to them i'm not trying to honk at you right so i'm trying to figure so out so is that what happened to this person they brought their car in because they just kept honking like randomly yeah, and that's just this uh, old lady's walking down the street dude yeah Ding. oh yeah imagine freaking people out all the time with that so i'm trying to figure out like i have to do what exactly they experienced to actually figure out what's going on yeah it's not like oh let me change this part they'll be fine Oh my God! Could you imagine all the all the uh, embarrassing moments that those people have and gone through up to this they point? Probably got into <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're at stoplights. Yeah, it just starts honking. The dude's like, Yeah, yeah. Like I'm at the stop sign. What are you doing? My bad, man. Well, that's a, no, no, no. No worries. I just had to figure out the mystery. What's your name? Lev. Lev. Yes. I'm Kurt. Nice, nice to meet you, man. Thank you for solving that mystery in my brain. Oh my God. Okay, so there's there's an auto body shop nearby, and. Uh, um, <laughs> see, it's great. You never know. You never know what you're going to encounter in your neighborhood. You just have to go out there and find out, you know, what are these things? I didn't know what I was going to come across. And uh, because I wasn't like, what the, what are you doing? I just approached the guy and I said, hey, I'm kind of curious about this. And um, wow, now it makes sense. Okay. That's cool. See? And uh, that's great. That's great. He was looking at my phone, seeing what, what was going on, why I was kind of pointing it in his general direction. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just, it's incredible. I'm so glad I got to the mystery of that. You never know what kind of mysteries you're going to uncover. How crazy is that? It's a faulty horn. Could you imagine if you were driving along, suddenly your horn just starts honking out of nowhere? And, you know, and, and people are looking at you strange and, uh, you know, how road rage is uh, out in California. Well, any, any, any place that's got, like, major, major traffic, um, you know what, it, what that road rage is like, how, how crazy people can get, you know. They just, it's like in, the t- in that movie Falling Down. At some point, you know, you just feel like leaving the car there and going, okay, forget it. I'm out of here. 
It's amazing. It's 9.13 a.m. By the way, I have a show tonight with Yachtly Crew at what used to be called Borderline. Now they call it BL Lounge in Agora Hills. Today's going to be a day of sound exploration. It's coming from the light. Wow. Can you hear, can you hear the horn out the window? Our buddy, the horn man. Wow, incredible. So yeah, Yachty Crew is playing tonight. very fortunate over the past uh, year being able to play places. Um, I'll talk to you more later. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projective Podcast. Today is the second. Uh, Yachtly Crew is playing today in Catalina. There is what they call the Avalon side. Then there's the side that they call Twin Harbors. Twin Harbors is the side that you enter when you want to be a part of Buccaneer days. And um, these people, apparently it's been going on for 32 years. Buccaneer days. Imagine a couple of fun, fun drunken friends come up with this idea to, uh, you know, meet up once a year and dress like pirates and talk, talk like pirates. Imagine that. Starts with a few people and it just keeps growing and growing. Those few people keep <laughs> inviting more and more people and those people keep inviting more and more people. And before I know it, you got something like this. Well, all these people are showing up here in this uh, sort of festival way to give themselves to this reality. They are uh, they're committing to this particular reality experience, which is just so so cool to me because it's kind of like a cross between Renaissance Fair and uh, Burning Man, but with pirates um, on Catalina. And as I'm going through this little town, it's a tiny little town, there's probably about 30 houses here. And uh, some people actually grew up on this island. So it's just really interesting to, uh, I think I'm gonna, Ask some people. Hi guys, how you doing? Um, it's just intriguing. So right now they got a uh, DJ playing, and then eight o'clock we're gonna be playing. I just love looking at all these people and their various costumes. What's up? To, what's up? We're gonna be playing at eight o'clock. Thank you, thank you. The Cruise Show. Um, such interesting people at this place. I love the, the, the fact that 
people are really uh, giving themselves to the reality. This could be, hold on, we'll, we'll get back to you, we'll get back to you. It's such an amazing thing to keep learning and growing and relearning how this one minute message thing cuts me off sometimes. But, you know, learning to be yourself without worrying about what other people think about you. I'm starting to hop around platforms a little more. I'm starting to test out Podbean. I was on the beach yesterday and I recorded a little breathing meditation that I'm going to share on the new show soon. So thank you so much for the encouragement. Thank you so much. You feed my soul. You really do, Kurt. And um, take care. And I appreciate you, Maria. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Maria Humphreys. She's a life coach, meditation expert, podcast host. She is all over the place. Editor, director, makes all kinds of content. Just a beautiful spirit. So inspiring. Inspiring so many She runs a Facebook group for podcasters and uh, just is growing an extraordinary community there. And thank you, Maria, for calling in. And I'm always very inspired by your newest endeavors. Thank you. Good day to you, intrepid traveler. It is 3.20 in the p.m. The 20th, October 20th. Uh, this is another one of those time travel episodes. I, got, I have so much material built up from months ago. Heck, even years ago. My gosh, I can't believe... I think I've brought this up on a couple occasions, in fact. Um, interviews that I had while I was out at Giant Rock on October 31st. So, there's, there's all of that information. Extraordinary interviews that I had. We met some wonderful people out there. So... I definitely still need to uh, upload those, some behind-the-scenes stuff on um, during Yachtly Crew shows, you know, in the van on the way to places. By the way, we've got a few upcoming Yachtly Crew shows. October 23rd, which is in a couple of a few days, that's going to be at the Whiskey the world famous whiskey world famous whiskey a go go I just soak it in we played there uh, a month ago I don't know if we're going to have a month you know residency there once a month but my god it's where Motley Crue Van Halen 
the doors, a lot of these, a lot of these historical bands uh, have played there. So it's just such a joy to just soak it in, soak in the vibe, and uh, just really appreciate um, being there, rocking on this stage. And then um, November, we got a few shows. I think, what is it? Boy, oh boy. Yeah, we got a few shows. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about those as, as uh, time gets closer. But I definitely want to say I have come across lots and lots of interesting... Uh, my gosh. I made a new book. I made a book. Wonder Wander. Wonder Wander from the You Draw series. Just the letter U, You Draw series. And um, you can find that on Amazon. It's up there right now. At first it was going to be mostly blank pages. It was going to be mostly blank pages with just a few little um, drawing prompts and stuff in there. But then, holy cow, man, so many ideas came to me. So... I uh, I ended up with, I think, about 80 pages. So I divided it up among three books. So there's Wonder Wander, Splendid Splendor, and Amusing Amazing, I believe. So those are all going to be within the U-Draw series. I also ordered a proof copy um, of a purely blank book. This one is going to be for writing. Journals, diaries, um, dream synchronicities, all that great stuff. All that great stuff. Anything in writing format. Automatic writing. um, Laundry lists. Schedules. um, Just anything like that. So that's, that's, that's what I'm calling from the You Write series. You, letter U. Good day. Hey. You Write series. Um, so I'm going to make a bunch of those as well. And uh, they're all going to feature dynamic vo- vocabulary on the covers. So the You Write book. Well, okay. So Wonder Wander, the You, you Draw book, that's... It's on Amazon. It's on Lulu.com. And I'm thinking within a few weeks, um, Lulu Lulu has a cool thing where they have expanded distribution, global distribution. So you can order it out of the Ingram book inventory. Um, they have... Uh, uh, they also have it where you can buy it on uh, BarnesandNoble.com. Um, a bunch of different places. I even found my book for sale on Walmart.com. A couple of the sketchbooks that I that I uh, published. I don't know if I told you about those. CEC Sketchbook Volume 1, CEC Sketchbook Volume 2. These are sketchbooks from, whoo, back in the 90s. I've got a bunch of those to p- print up as well. So there's just a, a lot of information flowing through. Um, 
Legend of Fall Creek, a.k.a. Bloody Bobby. That is now on iTunes, on Amazon. I don't know if you guys remember those podcasts where I was doing behind-the-scenes stuff with that. Black Pumpkin, we did behind-the-scenes stuff on that. That is, uh, that's, on Am- that's on Amazon, iTunes, um, YouTube. Now it's on the shelves of Walmart, which just blows my mind. Black Pumpkin on the shelves of Walmart. All right, I will get back to uh, you later. I'm about to enter this uh, grocery store here. So we'll talk more later. We'll catch up more later. This is Kurt Eric Clendenin, otherwise known as CEC, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Wow. I'm so excited. I just got a... I texted my buddy... Jeremy, the new uh, Cowboy Bebop movie trailer. Oh, by the way, it's uh, 2.53 p.m. Thursday the 21st. And uh, so I talked to my buddy Jeremy, who I haven't, you know, I haven't talked to in a while. He's the one who first told me about Cowboy Bebop, the animated show. And so... When this new trailer came out, this new live-action movie trailer for Cowboy Bebop came out, I passed it on to him to see what, you know, what his thoughts are. And, um, gosh, the poor guy, you know, probably eight or so years, the guy was just deep, deep in depression, and all of his friends really, uh, hello, all of his friends, all of us, we really cared deeply for him, we worried about him, and, um, did what we could, you know, to try to uplift his spirits and everything. Well, turns out he had to have, he had uh, Crohn's disease. And I don't know if he still does, but he had to have like two feet of his intestines removed. And now because um, that area that does not break down the bile, he has to take special medication to break down that bile. Well... He's in great spirits. He was down to 120 pounds. Now he's up to 160 pounds. He's putting on weight. He's feeling healthy. Um, he is out of the fog. The, the, uh, the albatross has been lifted from his neck. And now he is just in such good shape. And, oh, man, I cannot tell you how much that... Um, inspires me, encourages me, uplifts me. It's interesting because all of our friends in our lives, all of our friends and our family who are in our lives, they, um, they, there's sort of this subliminal weight or value, um, that they have in our brains. It's jangling around back there. I mean, this is part of the reason why it's so very important to hang around, um, you know, people who are encouraging, inspire you, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, there are certain people in my life that I just, I've seen them operate at their fullest potential. I've, I've, I've seen them when they were, you know, loving life and really accelerating their, their growth. And then something happens. Maybe a tragedy, tragedy in their family, uh, or if it's a, a family member who just 
maybe they lose a job. And so as a result of them being sad or depressed or in a certain state of mind, when, you've, when you call them up on the phone and you talk with them, you, you, know, you receive that vibe. And when you get off the phone with them, you're still thinking about that vibe. And as you're going through life, you, know, you find yourself just reminiscing about them and, and, and hoping that they're doing good. And I've noticed that each time one of my friends or family members is doing really well, my spirits are then lifted. Um, it's quite interesting. I guess that's, you know, that's one of the things when you're taught to be empathetic you find yourself putting your mind into other people's uh, situations and you find yourself going into the into the you know the deep with them you find yourself going through their struggles with them and um I just got to say, it just felt so good to talk to him, and we, we exchanged some uh, um, exchanged some ideas of new shows that we've been watching, new music we've been listening to. There's, there's one that he told me about that I'm going to check out called, let's see, called Psycho Gorman. Psycho Gorman. And uh, he just says that it's something I'd, I'd totally get a kick out of. I totally love. He's, he's someone I used to play D&D with a lot. I met him when I worked at Barnes & Noble in, uh, uh, in Bloomingdale, Illinois, the Chicagoland area. We remained friends ever since. He moved out to California. And I think there's just something about the spirit of California. Um something about California that just kind of wore him down. You don't get that community vibe out here in California. I'm from the Chicagoland area where everybody, you know, is respectful to each other. Um, there's really not that much rudeness. There's, it's, it's, um, everyone is taught the golden rule. It's uh, an all-for-one, one-for-all type of vibe. California is vastly different. This is a place where people come from all over the place, all kinds of countries to be here. Los Angeles, specifically Hollywood, acting, modeling, music, highly competitive areas. And they find themselves feeling that lack of abundance. They're finding that, that feeling of, oh, I got to step over the competition. And, and I think that that can definitely wear, wear people down, um, which is all the more reason why it's important to find the tribe, find, find those people who are encouraging and collaborators, um, which I talk a lot about on the podcast. Pretty much almost every single episode I'm bringing that up because it's so very important. Anyway, I just got back to the, st- I got to the store um, to get the coffee that I meant to get yesterday. So we'll talk more later. Uh, thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Okay, so, just picked up my coffee. Um, so, 
earlier today, um, earlier today, I had a Zoom meeting with uh, Davey Chansky and Ryan McGonigal. These are the guys who are co-founders along with me. Um, my fellow co-founders of the Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, which you have heard me talk about a lot on this podcast and interviews with various people from Kapow during the Q&As. Um, and now that I think about it, I think I'll start uploading the audio. Wow. I just realized I've got all of these pieces of audio from Kapow 2021 because we had to do that that was in February wow seems so much longer ago than that which we did on Filmocracy this website so it was our first time doing Kapow Virtual so we basically we renamed it Kapow Intergalactic Virtual Film Festival and uh, we had a lot of return champions from the past years we just have such wonderful um, such a wonderful community that, that has been built up through the years with Kapow and the spirits are just positive great unique unique perspectives and what I like about what I like about the festival is that yes yes there are awards for best this best that um but so in a sense it, it is a competition sort of in that sense but really um it's more of a collaborative environment than anything else because the people who show up for it are just as excited for everyone else winning awards as they are for themselves winning awards. Now we give away, well, for Kapow, we've been known to give away lots of awards. Uh, so I had a talk with Ryan and Dave today about um, this new festival that Ryan wants to open back at the original place that we first started Kapow in 2016 back at the Dos Lagos Theater and he wants to call this one the Dos Lagos Film Festival now when we first did it there we didn't get much help from the community uh, our idea was to make it a, a community vibe and since then I think some of the people there have seen what we've done with Kapow and now they want to be a part of it. That's that, that kind of thing you'll notice will happen a lot. Uh, you, you might find with your artistic journey um, that some people just are not responsive to what you're doing. But it's not the people who aren't responsive that you have to be concerned about. In fact, I wouldn't even call it concern. It's, it's the people who do like it that you ought to be appreciative of. And you just keep... It's like a snowball. 
put a snowflake to a snowflake to a snowflake, and you got a snowball. So it just keeps going and going in that way. So the idea is to not beg and plead to try to get people who are, you know, way over there. The idea is not to scream and shout, oh, please, please look at my value. The idea is to create what you're creating, appreciate what you're creating, and simply uh, uh, find gratitude and, and welcome in those who are magnetized to it. That's all. That's it. And just... Just do... You know, you just find yourself doing it that way. And you, you just keep moving along like that. And this way, there's no feeling of hustling. I'm putting that in air quotes. Or, or you know, marching up a hill. You're, you're, um, or climbing through obstacles. You're simply, um, working with those who, oh yeah, there's a little knob there to twist. Yeah, just twist that little knob there. Oh dude, thank you so much. Holy cow. Thank you. Um, look at that. See, I'm talking about cooperation and the universe grants me this awesome synchronicity of someone who is, who just let me in the door. They saw I had grocery bags in my hands. Um, I was fumbling with the key. The key wasn't opening the door. And there they were. They were on the inside. They appeared out of nowhere. That person was not standing there when I first walked up to the door. I'll tell you that. It was interesting. They appeared out of nowhere. So you'll find as you continue to, and I'll view that as a sign, of course, as an omen from the universe going, yep, you're on the right track, buddy. So you find yourself just simply um, going along like that and creating what you want to create, how you want to create it, enjoying the process, feeling the gratitude, and others start magnetizing to it. And it builds and builds. And pretty soon, you have found yourself a tribe. You have found yourself a community of people who are now all getting to know each other. They're all recognizing the fact that, oh, evidently there's a commonality between all of us if we each individually find a commonality with this particular thing. And so it's such a, 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 an extraordinary shortcut in terms of communication in that sense. Uh, same thing as people who love bands or movies or, you know, certain movies, certain bands, et cetera, et cetera. And they, they gather around that and they just, it just becomes, um, you know, we've talked about this before. At first, at first it's a cult, but then it becomes a culture. That's all a cult really is. It's just a smaller culture. Um, so really... You know, we're just giving the wrong definition of what a cult actually is. That's my, that's my opinion. So it starts as a cult, grows into a culture, gets bigger and bigger and bigger um, until you get more people who are agreeing on that particular reality experience and contributing to it and seeing value uh, or return value in contributing to that reality experience. There are good vibes attached to it. Um, there's camaraderie. 
There's cooperation, collaboration, all that, all that beautiful razzmatazz. And so that's what happened with the Dos Lagos folks, the community over there. They, they started, you know, because Ryan lives out in Corona, which is where Dos Lagos is. So he lives out in Corona and, you know, talking to him about Kapow, showing him what's going on. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I want to be a part of that. I want to do that. So now what's crazy is we're not going to have to spend a dime on renting the theater like we had to the first time. We're not going to have to spend a dime renting the theater. Other people are going to be paying for it. The people who want to have their names attached to it. The people who um, are, you know, sponsors, so to speak. And... uh, um, You know, just it's 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 really lovely and exciting and a phenomenal feeling when you can see this kind of um, when you see this kind of growth happening in ways that you you imagined and more. So, um. That's something I'd also like to say concerning, you know, relationships of any kind. Uh, it doesn't have to be difficult. Everything does not have to be a big deal. Um, you know, it's it's about redefining, finding a value. And... Uh, Agreements, finding the agreements. So, yeah, we're very excited. I think that's going to happen next October. And the idea is that Ryan has found quite a few investors who are excited in investing in our feature film that we're putting together called The House in the Middle of Nowhere. Which, by the way, if you... If you are a financier, if you are an investor, um, or you, um, you know, let's say even gamblers, we actually have quite a few gamblers uh, as investors on this, um, because this is this is a gamble that they are going to win. This is a, this is a this is a, this is a uh, a proven win here because for our movie House in Mill Nowhere, we already have a distributor, and the distributor is telling us how much they expect that we can make a return um, on the amount of sales for this kind of movie. It's a horror film. And so, a lot of these gamblers, rather than just going to Vegas and going, oh, you know, put it all on black or whatever, they're going, hey, wait a second, I got much better odds. If I invest twenty thousand, thirty thousand, one guy is talking about investing a hundred thousand, and um, so we'll see. We'll see how this evolves. We'll see how it happens. But if you'd like to be, if you're you know a gambler, if you're an investor, you want to be a, a movie producer. Um, like I said, we have a relationship with a distributor, Legend of Fall Creek, our Halloween horror film that is on iTunes, Amazon. YouTube, a bunch of other places. Black Pumpkin, which is the sequel. That's on iTunes, Amazon. 
YouTube, and it's also on the shelves of Walmart. So if you go to your Walmart shelf, chances are you'll see black pumpkin on it. So if you want to be a financer, um, please email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com, and we can have a discussion about that. Uh, or if you're a filmmaker and you're on Film Freeway, that's where we'll be putting up Dos Lagos Film Festival. This one is going to be shorter. This one's going to be three days. The other days, uh, the other times, Kapow was like seven days over uh, uh, in uh, North Hollywood at the Lemley. They said, yeah, we don't care if it's three days or seven days. You have to pay the same price. And each year it would go up and up and up and up. Um, there's some bait and switching, as they call it, going on with that place. So we'll find a new home for Kapow as well. But the idea is we'll be running two film festivals. As for Dos Lagos, that's going to be three days. It's going to be one, one theater, three days. And everyone there is going to be a winner. So we're only playing the winning films rather than, you know, we're just trying a different method. So, yeah, keep your eyes open for, for on Film Freeway for the Dos Lagos Film Festival. And I love sharing this kind of news with you because I'm just as astonished by it happening as anyone else is. And incredibly grateful and excited because I see, I see the complete uh, 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 connection between this manifestation of reality and when I put out the intentions. You know, when you put out the intentions and then you see it manifest into your reality, you got to take note of that. It's something that's, that's very important. Um, because it encourages you to, to do more of it and to, and to, and to dream bigger. And to be more extreme with things. Um, also, if you're an artist or you're a homeschooler or you just like doodling or check out my book, Wonder Wander. Wonder Wander, you draw. You heard me talk about it during this segment. But check out Wonder Wander. That's at Amazon. Um, so I'm in the works right now of developing it into a hardcover. And also... I'm waiting for a proof copy on another book called Magical Magnet, which I believe I mentioned on here. So I'm waiting for my proof copy on that. And that's all blank, just a writing book, just a writing journal. So I'm going to make, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how things evolve here. But it's fun when you, when you have the intention, you put the vibe out there, you take some action, and then you just, you just watch how it evolves. You watch how it unfolds. And... Um, it's great. It's a whole cooperative collaboration coexistence. Thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. And now the next segment. So it's 5.30 a.m. I've arrived. Uh, it's it's 5.30 a.m. Monday the 25th. And uh, I arrived in Chicago yesterday, slipped over at my mom's house, empty apartment. It's just me and her cat here. I flew into town 
to drive her car and her cat to Nashville, which is where she arrived last night with my brother. So she moved out to Nashville, and I'm just just being out here in Chicago, the Chicagoland area, I mean, a few of my really good friends still live out here. However, I don't know, and some of my family, and, but I don't know when I'd, I'm really going to be coming out here again. And so I'm thinking of stopping by my old house that I grew up in, in Carroll Stream, just to get it, just to look at that, take a look around the old neighborhood a little bit. And uh, maybe say hi to the old neighbors. Some of them are still out here. But wow, man. It's interesting because of the two-hour time difference. I, I woke up and I saw some texts from friends last night. And some of my... My, uh, my Ryan, Ryan and Dave and I have like a little text thread. And Ryan texted... He's like, this, this dude's face is all over my television. And uh, it was a picture of me as Reggie Griffin from Bloody Bobby. Or rather, Legend of Fall Creek. That's what we renamed it. And uh, so we shot that, my gosh, years ago. And then... Uh, for Black Pumpkin, he wanted me to grow my hair long and, and grow my beard. And so, it's interesting in this text message. So, in the first movie, I played Reggie, and then and then in the second movie, I played his brother Alex. And so, in this text message, Ryan Ryan said. Uh, I miss happy, unjaded Kurt. Then he goes, now we have that scruffy Alex Kurt. And, uh, it's crazy because I never wanted to grow up into an adult specifically for this reason. I didn't want to become jaded. I didn't want to become bitter and angry and curmudgeon And, you know, just read if, reading that text, I can look back on my behavior and see that despite my efforts, I was almost going to say best efforts, but I don't know, have they been the best? 
despite my efforts at be, being positive, uplifting people, um, I, I don't know if it's from working in, in the movie industry, if it's from working on the Kapow Film Festival. I don't know if it's from hanging out with too many people hypnotized by television and news and politics or what, you know, if I, if I allowed that to enter my brain space But have I become jaded? I bet if I listen back to my podcasts, I've, I've, I'll probably see that. I mean, I suppose you, the audience, you would know better than me. You'd know better than me because you're listening to the podcast. What kind of quality am I giving you? What can we define as quality? Am I helping you through things? Or am I just using you as a, ther as a therapist? All of them? All the above? And then am I just blaming these circumstances for my bad behavior? Or is it you know, I got to take responsibility. I am responsible for my behavior. There's this, this TikTok that I saw. And, you know, when it puts it in this perspective, it's sad and thrilling, I would say. There's something sad about it. At least that's the way I'm defining it in this moment until I choose to change it later. Um, it said, nobody's coming to save you. No one is coming to tell you what to do. No one is coming to comfort you. No one is no one is making the decisions but you. Interesting that that thunder out there happened right at that moment as I was talking about that. That serendipitous moment going, hey, yeah. Yep, high five on that. Um, I, I, re I realize that I think a lot of my unease, my dis-ease, the dis-ease that I felt is from just worrying about my mom's happiness, you know, just worrying about my mom's happiness. Is she satisfied? Um, kind of like when I talked about my, my buddy Jeremy. 
I think that that weight, feeling that weight off my shoulders, that he is not, he's not under the 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 suppression, that depression anymore. He's he's released himself of that, and I'd love to release my mom of that. I know her whole family is gone now. I can only imagine what that's like to, you know, for your mom and dad to be gone and then for your, your sister and then your brother and then your last sister and our uncle, Uncle Bob recently passed from COVID So, to have your whole family gone is quite a sad thing to deal with, I can assume. I think that's another part of the reason why I do the podcast, to get their personalities on here. And now as I'm saying this out loud, I think I'm going to be recording my mom doing podcasts with her obviously with the kids while I'm in town, my brother, sister-in-law. And then, and then just this idea of knowing what I know and applying what I know of the fact that we're all just spiritual beings in these human costumes And we're from a far more vast plane of existence than this limited human temporary being. We are powerful, 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 powerful creatures. These spirits that are infinite. So when I bring that into the equation the fog lifts, doesn't it? The fog lifts. We get our heads out of the uh, out of that kind of cloud, and then we get our heads more into the other kinds of clouds, which is that higher mind perspective. Looking at the clouds from above it all, observing it from that direction. The other one was cl- f- a fog and just so grounded in the 3D temporary existence. But then when you go, and you grow the brain up into that vibe of higher mind. And isn't that interesting too? As I started talking about that, the heat came on. So there's that that serendipitous moment. Wow. 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 And that represents the wind. That represents the winds of change, the winds of infinity, the consistent stream of consciousness, the moving and grooving. The other one that I was talking about, wasn't that interesting? That happened and it was storms. Booms, fear, 
um, lightning, ah, you know, but also lightning, if we look at lightning, it represents ideas, it represents epiphanies, it represents new forms of thought. so intriguing. My plan is to get this podcast out, this episode done out before I do the next one. You know what's so interesting? I did a podcast while we were at the Whiskey. I interviewed all these people. Um, I got to get that one out too. So that's the other thing I got to be careful of is I got to get these podcasts out right away. So they don't just get backed up and archived and backed up and backed up. So thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for resonating, for inspiring me to continue. Ideally, there is something in this episode and any of the episodes of its Brado Projecto that have inspired you in some way to do something better for yourself. Better in terms of more improvement, more improvements in areas of enlightenment, excitement, enthusiasm. Ideally, ideally, you know, even if I am, even if I... I sound down about something in here. I, I, I would hope that it at least turns you into the other direction where you go, yep, that's one side of the coin. But let's, let's move towards this area that makes me feel better about my current circumstances. Maybe there's something I said in there about writing books or reading books. Uh, maybe that inspired you to go out and write a book or to read a new book. If it's about playing music, maybe that's inspired you to pick, back, pick up that ukulele again. Um, if it's about getting out in the nature, maybe that's inspired you to get out there, hug a tree, eat some berries. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sprouta Projecto, and uh, I'll catch up with you later. You mean a lot to me. Hi, this is Nick Tierce, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. 